This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Speak Legal, conversations with Community Law Otago, made with the support of Law Faculty, University of Otago. And we've begun a series of conversations about ACC law here in Aotearoa. And if you want to catch up on where we've got to to date, of course, we've podcast all of these programs and editions of Speak Legal from ORFM's website, oar.org.nz. You can hop online there and get uh, get where we've got to to date. We're going to pick up this conversation with Leisha De Bruin this morning. Leisha Morena, good to have you with us. Morena, thank you for having me again. We're going to look at uh, the costs covered by ACC. This is a big area. Yes, it is a very big area. And so I won't be able to cover all of the costs in depth. I'll be, co- I'll be covering the main costs that you're most likely to come across if you have an ACC injury. Let's just uh, recap a little bit. Yeah, so we've covered that if you're injured, you are covered by ACC um, and that you're entitled to um, medical treatment, compensation for lost wages, salary, um, or salary, and rehabilitation to help you regain your independence at work uh, and outside of work. So vocational and social independence and other and other forms of assistance. And the the ACC scheme calls this your entitlement. Okay. So, uh, so what are your that. what what are your main entitlements here? So your main entitlements are treatment and rehabilitation, again, both vocational rehabilitation and social rehabilitation, uh, weekly compensation for lost wages or salary, lump sum compensation for permanent disabilities or impairments, uh, and support for family members after a fatal injury. All right. When can ACC refuse you an entitlement? Uh, so ACC can refuse you entitlements in only certain cases, and that isn't including for as long as you are unreasonably you unreasonably refuse or fail to meet a requirement under ACC law to do uh, to do with your claim. That's like you refuse to go see your physiotherapist, um, or you co- you haven't made any any of those appointments in the last month or two uh, for no no reason. Um, Things like that. You refuse to have medical or surgical treatment for your injury, um, or you agree to or follow an individual rehabilitation plan. Uh, so you get that set up, but you refuse to do what it, um, to follow that plan. Then ACC might be um, then ACC is um, allowed to refuse or stop your entitlements as long as until you are compliant. Uh, you can also be refused entitlements if you deliberately injure yourself. Where um, an injured, um, you are injured committing a crime that carries a maximum jail term for two years or more. Uh, you are in prison, or you have claimed compensation, so damages for your injury through the courts in certain situations. So that particular part is so it prevents double dipping. Uh, so ACC is not there to make you better off than where you were for your injury after. Uh, rather that it's there to make sure that you are not worse off. All right, let's say you're receiving some compensation. Mm-hmm. Can ACC stop it or suspend it? Yeah, so after you start receiving your ACC entitlements, you ACC uh, can suspend or cancel your entitlements if they're not satisfied on the basis of the information that they have that you're entitled to go on receiving it. Uh, so... If they intend to do this, ACC has to give you advance notice in writing at a reasonable amount of time before they suspend or cancel the entitlement, and that's usually about two weeks. 
All right. So what kinds of treatments are covered by ACC? Yeah, so for medical treatments, um, you can get the typical examples are uh, emergency treatment at hospital A&E departments, uh, other hospital treatments, uh, visits to your GP and your physio, visits to specialists such as surgeons, and other treatment providers you can see under ACC include acupuncturists, audiologists, chiropractors, counsellors, dentists, doctors, medical laboratory technicians, uh, nurses, occupational therapists, optometrists, osteopaths, physiotherapists, podiatrists and speech therapists. So the whole lot, pretty much. If they're a treatment provider, you're most likely able to see them and get them covered under ACC. Uh, and just to note, if you do get into an emergency treatment at the hospital A&E after an accident, you don't need to make a specific a- ACC claim for this um, because ACC because the emergency hospital treatments are bulk funded by ACC, so they're automatically covered. Um, and just on another note, is also ACC might also be able to cover some or all of the costs of other services related to your treatment, so ancillary services such as your accommodation, transport, medicines, and tab, uh, lab tests. Where can we kind of check all of this? Obviously, it's quite complex. Yes. Yeah, so... Um, there's a checklist on community law manual and they cover this under their costs covered section. It has that checklist that you can work through to see if a specific treatment would or should be covered by ACC and then including those ancillary costs um, and additional services. And so, and if in doubt, you can always give us a call and um, we can let you know. Now, obviously a big concern for those who've received an injury is their ability mm. to work uh, or inability to work and the lost mm. income through that. What can you tell us about that? Yeah, so ACC um, can uh, can cover for your lost wages and this is, this is called the weekly compensation. Um, and it is it is there to cover those lost costs, uh, lost, um, cost income. And just to make sure that you uh, aren't worse off, and you you're paid eighty percent of your pre-injury work uh, weekly earnings up to a weekly maximum cap that is calculated by ACC. And when does that kick in? So ACC starts paying weekly compensation only after your first week of being off work. Uh, so, however, if you are injured at work, your boss, your employer has to pay you compensation for that first week. Uh, and if your injury didn't happen at work, you, but if you're not, yeah. But if you didn't get injured at work, you don't get that compensation for that first week um, from either ACC or your employer. If we align this to, to things like benefits, um, mm. that, that your income from ACC can it be affected by by other factors like you know any other income you might pick up during the time? Yes, uh, absolutely. So if you have some other income during that period of incapacity or whenever you're earning weekly compensation, uh, ACC will reduce that amount um, by from your weekly compensation. Uh, and then uh, so any form of benefit, any extra income, uh, annual leave, um, uh, termination pay, all of that comes off your weekly compensation. All right. Tell us a little bit more about qualifying for weekly compensation. 
So you can qualify for weekly compensation uh, both if you're an employee or if you're a self-employed, uh, and that includes so that includes independent contractors. You may also qualify for weekly compensation even though you've recently stopped working, uh, and this applies if your final pay covers the period since you stopped working. Uh, so you were in your notice period while you uh, um, while you were injured. You were injured within four weeks. After stopping work and you've arranged to return to work or start a new job uh, within three months and or, or 12 months, within 12 months if you're a seasonal worker and you were injured while on parental leave. Uh, so there's those. All right. Um, let's talk about um, the, our capacity to work, the impacts of the injury. Tell us about how that's assessed. Yep. So there's an incapacity test. Um, and if you're working when you're injured and you're unable to work because of that injury, you'll qualify for that weekly compensation. And you'll also qualify if you're on parental leave, just like I said, and that your entitlement begins uh, to, your entitlement to weekly compensation begins from that date you would have otherwise had to go back to work at the end of your parental leave. And that's an incapacity test. Now the test is different if you had stopped working for a short time or you had bought the right to weekly compensation, um, you were under 18 when you were injured or on full-time study that you began, that you began when you were still under 18, um, then you're called a what we call a potential earner in those situations, uh, not, and it, and it applies a wee bit differently in those cases, the test for whether you will get weekly compensation is essentially, does your injury stop you from doing the kind of work you're qualified for? Interesting. All right. So let's say I've ticked all the boxes. I'm getting mm -hmm. weekly compensation. How long will that last? So usually you'll get your weekly compensation until you're able to do your job again. Uh, but if you're permanently incapable of doing your pre-injury job, ACC doesn't usually allow you to get weekly compensation indefinitely, although this does happen in some cases. For example, someone with serious brain or spinal injury. Uh, instead, you, when your vocational rehabilitation plan uh, is finished, you'll be assessed on the basis of vocational independence tests and that is whether you're capable of working full-time in a job for which you're suited by your experience, your education or training. Uh, and in assigning those kinds of jobs that you're suited for, the assessors have to take into account how much, you're, how much you were earning before you were injured. And if those assessors decide you have had, you have, you've reached your vocational independence, uh, your weekly compensation will then continue for another three months and then it will stop. If you can't find a job during those three months, you'll need to register with work and income to apply for a benefit such as job seeker support. And um, the Community Law Manual has an entire section of dealing with work and income and the benefits there. And if your condition gets worse later on, so you're halfway through your vocational um, um, independence assessment and they say no you're good to go and a week later you just deteriorate 
then um, you no longer have that vocational independence and you can reapply for your ACC weekly compensation. Mm. I guess one would hope and expect that if one is dealing with ACC that they'll take the time to walk you through all of these things. It does get very complicated, doesn't it? But I imagine getting some advice, uh, either independent legal advice or going and seeing someone at Community Law Otago can be very helpful if you're confused about things. Yes, absolutely, and you'll most likely get me over the phone because ACC is my favourite thing. So I can explain to you any aspect of ACC that's got you a little bit confused, overwhelmed. And we do, ACC does a great job in sometimes in explaining things, but sometimes they kind of just explain it a little bit too much. <laughs> um, and it can be very confusing, uh, especially if you have absolutely no idea what's going on. Uh, and so very happy for you guys to give us a call if you ever need it. Well, Alicia, you've done a great job of walking us through elements of the ACC law over the last couple of weeks, so thank you very much for that. Um, bring us up to date with where Community Law Otago and your volunteer team so we are currently in training so hopefully next week we're going to have a new fresh voice with a new fresh topic uh, if not we can continuing with ACC but um, we've got a whole group of new students and law student volunteers gearing up to offer a one heck of a legal education program this year Community Law Otago, of course, doing great yes. work for us. Um, and if people want to get in touch with Community Law Otago, how do they do that? So you can call 47419922 or you can give us an email on receptiondclc.org.nz and we will, we will communicate through you from that point. Alicia, thanks so much for joining us again for Speak Legal. Uh, thanks to Community Law Otago. Thanks also to the law faculty at the University of Otago for supporting this spot every week. We look forward to catching up again uh, down the track. I look forward to it. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.